Namaste, Dr. Raven Elizabeth. Welcome. I was a Dr. Carlin Young. One day, Carlin Young. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. You're just poking at me there. <laughs> I really almost did say that. Carlin's been upset with me for being in graduate school. That's a different story, though, for a different time. So I've had Carlin on here before, and we talked a little bit of just an introduction to astrology. And I wanted to check in with him today because last Friday, my practice was going crazy. And I sent out some texts to some friends just being like, what's happening in the world? Energetically, astrologically, and everybody writes back, Venus went retrograde for the next 40 days. And I'm like, that's... I don't know if that's helpful. So I wanted Carlin to first explain what our Venus sign kind of determines, means, does, all those things, and then what it means when it's retrograde. Welcome back, Carlin. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Venus in general is uh, a planet that shows up for us that kind of sets our expectations of the ways that we like to give and receive love uh, and the the spaces of uh, that energy we're attracted to uh, and um, and where it shows up in your chart personally uh, it really shows into yeah like what what type of energy you're attracted to and really in what ways you listen to the world as when you're gauging whether or not you're, um, someone is, is showing you love or not, what, what, where, where are we most honed into? Uh, we can, uh, really with all of the elements, we can, we can feel into and we can kind of get it on a logical level. But sometimes a logical level doesn't go all the way. So an example of this is that if, uh, if you're somebody who is really more somatic in your kind of experience and acceptance of love and you really want to be you really want to be held or nurtured or you're really super in tune with the energy connection that's created when you're really in someone's physical presence, um, then that's going to be maybe your first way of learning, of like really gauging um, kind of like love and acceptance and engaging how someone's feeling about you and how you're feeling about them. Where for somebody else, words and, and logic and ideas and vision and possibility and future is really what shows up for you uh, when when you're thinking about uh, what what feels real and what feels loving to you, and with and so that that's 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 kind of Venus's domain. Um, that's how where really Venus shows up for us, and it shows how we're all different and unique there. And uh, but unlike Saturn and other planets, we can you know we can work outside of like our prime way of giving and receiving love, um, and we can adjust that, and we can learn to kind of. Uh, understand other people's ways of showing love and be able to recognize that Um, but there there is kind of those parts that really feel more unique to us and that um, that really shine and really show us you know kind of feel really there's truth there and when when Venus goes into retrograde what happens is that this experience that in a lot of ways we're kind of using in our experiences with others starts to come inward more and so in the in that space of coming inward, there's a, there's a few things that kind of come into that. One of them is our relationship with ourself, and um, you know what are those ways in which we are you know, giving and receiving love to ourselves, and what are the ways in which we are really being authentic in the way that we give and receive love to others, um, and you know retrograde 
is often a space of coming in, coming very strongly, and there can be this really big push towards authenticity, mm. uh, a really big push towards what's real. Uh, Venus can be, you know, it's, it's something that, um, you know, can be adjusted and even kind of faked or pushed this way or that way a little bit, where it's, you know, it's, we, we all have a lot of practice um, kind of showing our love to people in multiple ways, whether or not it's coming from um, that kind of like core kind of Venus connection way that um, is, you know, or just ways that we've learned or ways that um, from society or ways we've learned from someone that we love and kind of figuring out what they like. And so with, with Venus in retrograde, it's really about um, both tapping in with uh, kind of the more subtle space within ourselves around our wants and needs and being, being clear around that um, within ourselves and giving that to ourselves and then the other part about it is, you know, really kind of checking in with the authenticity of how we're showing up for others and how they're showing up for us. And so that, that extra energy can lead to an extra sensitivity around recognizing whether or not someone is showing up in ways that are loving, that feel really authentic, or whether or not there's another, you know, reason behind it. Um, if they're, yeah. So anyways. I have, I have a couple of follow-up questions Please. if that's yeah. okay yeah. so example for our, our listeners my venus is in cancer which is my sun sign so what are some common characteristics for that type of person yeah so venus in cancer is it's considered a water sign the cardinal water sign and what uh with venus with water is it's really about um the kind of tapping in and sharing an emotional, spiritual, kind of deeper connection space. Sounds and, familiar. <laughs> yeah. And, well, and, and so what's important about this is it's like, you know, you can be having a conversation and, you know, they could say all sorts of a million amazing things about you. But if you feel like there's a disconnect, if you feel like there's some energy that's not quite there, if you feel like there's some inauthenticity in that space or they're, you know, or they're emotionally closed off, then the words become relatively meaningless. Mm -hmm. And because for you and kind of that Cancer Venus space, what you're really looking for is the emotional connection and you're really looking for, you know, and so it's the, the words or the actions and other things don't mean as much as just how they're energetically showing up. And so when you're really highly sensitive to that, and especially in this time being really highly sensitive to that, you'll be able to you'll very quickly and easily see when there's incongruency between how someone feels emotionally as they're connecting with you versus what they're saying or doing mm -hmm. or anything else. That really resonates because <laughs> they can be like, oh, I love you, but you're saying that like as you're on your phone, like instagramming or something and there is that disconnect where it's like you're not really being mindful and present with me and that is hurtful and i think it's also important to draw attention to like the felt sense and how important that really is because we are embodied you know people structures beings in this form yeah. and so it's important to pay attention to like this is what's happening for me and my feelings are valid and worthy rather than dismissing them as feelings because they're not quote-unquote logical so. Yeah, and, and, and what you're getting at is a really good point here. One, one of the most powerful aspects of working with Venus is that Venus is a very, um, it's a great opportunity uh, to utilize 
charts to kind of enrich our relationships by learning about your partner and learning about what are the ways that they most naturally like to give and receive love? What are the ways in which you can engage them and be present with them where it's easiest for them to hear that subtle underlining message of I'm there for you, I love you, I care about you. And you know, this is a space where you know, we can learn that about ourselves and get really good at asking that and kind of helping people understand the ways that we most um, that it's easiest for us to receive love and also to yeah learn about our partner and kind of learn what are the ways that we can show up for them where they feel most heard and seen. I love that. I think that's really important and that's been that's been helpful for me with past partners in seeing things I didn't necessarily want to see or admit but it was all there so I loved that. Um, my other follow-up question is, can you just explain what retrograde means? Because it's thrown around so much, it, especially with Mercury, but we're not going into that today. That'll be another time. Another, <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a very long podcast. Yeah. So, so retrograde is an interesting one. Um, what, the best way to think about it is that it is, it's, there's an optical illusion. And so the optical illusion and there's, is that the planet looks like it's going backwards. Um, when you look up at the stars and in reference to the stars, we're spinning, the planets are spinning, and there's this moment where there's an optical illusion that um, in reference to the stars, it looks like the planet's going backwards. Uh, the planets don't actually stop and go backwards. Uh, it's just this <laughs> optical illusion that's happening. So that the word retrograde is actually um, kind of irrelevant there. What, what, what happens is that the reason why it's powerful for us is that that optical illusion happens at points when the planet is closest to us. Mm. And so what's really happening is that there's moments when the planet gets really close to us. And so it's, you know, in, you know impact on, uh, on our, our, our system uh, is a little bit stronger in that moment. Uh, a really great example of this could be, you know, when we you know, we're following the moon cycles and when there's a full moon, like we feel that mm -hmm. uh, and it really shows up. And with, you know, with retrograde, it can be the same thing where the, the energy that it holds and the way that impacts us comes in stronger. And often when it comes in stronger, what it does is it then pulls uh, a little bit out of our subconscious. And so that energy shows up in such a strong way that we become a little bit more conscious of some of the processes that are always happening anyways. And so it's not creating anything new for us. It's just coming in in a way where it's a little bit easier for us to see what's happening kind of below the veil that, you know, we're experiencing, but not necessarily consciously exploring all the time. It's really creating that like connection of psyche for us of the unconscious to the conscious and bringing that forward. So I love the imagery of the veil lifting and stepping into that liminal space. Yeah, and kind of like a meditation or a really good therapy session, it's an opportunity for us to kind of utilize some of that deeper exploration uh, and incorporate that knowledge into how we want to consciously walk forward in our lives. I love it. Thank you for sharing. This was so helpful. And I don't think that what was happening in my practice on Friday was like related to this, but it definitely brought it into my consciousness and my space to step into awareness. That was yeah. meant to be. Well, and that's a good point too, which is that I think that, you know, 
astrology is it's a very complex and dynamic thing that has a huge impact on our lives, but it's not everything. <laughs> and there's a lot of there's a lot of other impacts that show up. And I think that sometimes, you know, sometimes we with systems, we, we kind of look for that um, you know, we look for that system that can just describe everything always and give all of the answers. And astrology is not that. And there's actually, you know, that system as far as I'm aware doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Um, and so it's, you know, um, but, but when we do pay attention to what it does say, uh, there can be a lot for us to learn. Yeah, it's a great tool. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, thank you. Thanks.